Welcome to Chinuch Today with Rabbi Yerachmiel Garfield, where we highlight innovative ideas and inspiring people from the world of Chinuch. Hello and welcome to Chinuch Today podcast. This is Yerachmiel Garfield. And as we are often to do here on Chinuch Today, we will once again have a first. This is what I'm calling a micro-episode, where it will just be me reflecting on a small thought in between our usual episodes. I'll be releasing this days before Pesach, and there won't be time to get out a complete episode, although there are many exciting episodes coming your way immediately after Pesach, Amir Hashem. Today I want to share a reflection that I had regarding education, innovation, and the Yantif of Pesach. I had an opportunity to join a special luncheon here in Houston last week. This was a lunch of private schools. It was called the Houston Association of Independent Schools. And we get together a few times a year, and I always like to go. It's usually other religious schools that are at different places in their development. Usually a school presents something that they did that's unique. And there's always what to learn from both the socialization and the ideas And since the presenters are coming from such a different perspective, often very wealthy religious Catholic or other religious schools, it gives me a chance to see what others do, what ideas are out there. And I always find it a refreshing opportunity to really take a step out of my day-to-day activities and look in with a different perspective. And this time, I was not disappointed. We went to the River Oaks Baptist School, which is a very expensive elementary school. They just finished a $55 million building expansion. And part of our experience there was to understand and see how they developed the building. But besides the physical structure of the building, they talked about revamping their entire schedule and doing something that they called essentially rethinking it from the bottom up. They brought in all sorts of experts and started again and and had all these ideas. And when they gave the presentation, there was a slide that really struck me. And I'd like to share with you what the slide said. It contrasted 20th versus 21st century learning. And it identified a number of areas that there's a difference between how we used to approach education and how now we're wiser and know how to approach education. And so it said, for example, 20th century education was about working alone. 21st century education is about collaboration. 20th century education is one size fits all. 21st century is differentiation. 20th century education is where time defines learning. In the 21st century, learning defines time. In the 20th century, learning was done for a test. And in the 21st century, learning is done for life. In the 20th century, learning is structured. And in the 21st century, it is open and flexible. In the 20th century, it's content-focused. And in the 21st century, it is process-focused. And they went on to talk about how they've restructured their entire schedule to take into consideration these modern values and ideas And they have all sorts of electives and um, physical space for interaction and a lot of other very unique and progressive things. 
And as I sat there a few weeks before the Seder and Pesach, I reflected on the fact that embedded in our Seder, embedded in the process that was put together with by the Anshei Knesset are in fact all these 21st century values. Go figure. For example, would you say that a Seder is about working alone or about collaboration? Oh my gosh, our Seder is full of collaboration. Everyone's participating, older and younger, men and women. It's a complete collaboration, and everyone is there and has a part to play. Would you say that the Seder is uh, set up for one-size-fits-all or a differentiation? Besides the obvious example of the Arba Banim, which is the earliest example of differentiation that I'm aware of, where you have a different message for four different children at your Seder, the entire Seder experience is differentiated, where some of the items are so the children should ask, and other aspects are available for etc. And so the Seder itself allows for tremendous differentiation between the participants. This is an interesting one. I had to think about this one for a drop. Does time define the learning, or does learning define the time? Now, before we get into what that means for the Seder, just to explain what that means in education, we're used to 42-minute classes or 38-minute classes, and they just go from place to place, and you get done what you get done. What they tried to do was expand the periods to about an hour, give or take a little time, so that the learning could be elongated And therefore, it is not limited by the 40 minutes. They find that, and this is true in a lot of our classes, by the time you get started, you have to end. So that's an example where they allow the learning to drive how much time you give. So now let's apply that to the Seder. Would you say that the Seder, the time, defines how much learning you're going to do? Or how much you get into it, as long as you want to take on different parts, Afilu uh, until the morning we learn, right? That the the, the great Chachamim who are in B'nai Brak learned until us a Shachar. They certainly allow the learning to dictate the time. And that's how we do it. From time immemorial at our Siddharim, everyone knows that when you're kids, the first question that is asked in the morning is, how long was your Seder? Because everyone's Seder is different depending on the type of learning and the age of the kids and the nature of the parents. So once again, this is an example where It's 21st century learning. Another one. Is this considered learning for a test or learning for life? Easy peasy. The Seder is certainly not test oriented, but rather it is learning for life, not just for the individual person's life. It's learning for Klal Yisrael's life. It's learning to instill the foundations of Amuna into our families, into our children. There's no greater learning for life than that. And finally, and this is an interesting one where there's a little bit of a a mix. The last two, there's a little mix. Structure versus open and flexible. So in that one, I would say, sure, there's structure. In fact, it's called the Seder. And there's plenty of structure. But simultaneously, there is plenty of open and flexible opportunities that the Seder allows itself. Think about how different people present the makos with all the different ways that that's done, where some people act out different parts and uh, some people have different people read and in some places just one person reads. In fact, just today, a dear friend of mine was telling me about his first experience contrasting his father's Seder with the Seder of his father-in-law 
and how his father Seder was very Masudr, and his father said all the words, and everyone sat relatively quietly and listened. And his first experience at his father-in-law's Seder was quite the opposite, where everyone was up to a different place, and all chaos was going wild, and everyone was sort of independent, and the leader of the Seder, his father-in-law, was very happy with that chaos, the sound of fathers and sons learning in different families at different places. So I think we could definitely say that the, although there is some structure given to the Seder, how it's done is very open and flexible. And finally, when it comes to the content versus the process, I think that's an area where both we do very much value the content, but the process of engagement and of getting children to ask and to make sure that everyone participates, that certainly is a tremendous value. So as I was sitting there in this $55 million building, that had all the opportunities for being progressive, both in its physical plan and as they told us now in their educational model, and they put up this slide to contrast the old way with the new way, I couldn't help but to giggle to myself as I saw that the 21st century learning that they are so excited about, this new way of learning, where you have collaboration, differentiation, learning defining the time, learning for life, open and flexible, and focusing on the process, is in fact values that are so embedded in our Seder. So for those who listen to the Chinuch Today podcast, and I thank you all for those who listen, those who comment, those who share, those who rate, and those who are enjoying, let's take a moment Obviously, we all appreciate innovation. We all appreciate new ideas. We all appreciate people who are stretching to reach every child and think of any way we could possibly do it. And let us giggle to ourselves. Let us relish in our Siddharim as we sit there in the Seder night and appreciate that the Anshe Knesset Gedola themselves embedded in our Seder, the great Chinuch ideas and values that are just being discovered by many today. Ashrenu Matov Chalkenu as I reflected on this at the River Oops Baptist School, I felt so proud to be a Jew, to be a Machanech, and to be part of this amazing process, this eternal process of sharing our Halugatayra and our Messiah with our families and our children. So I wish you all a Chakosher V'Sameach. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sharing. Thank you all for participating. And Amir Hashem, after Pesach, we will not have a micro episode, but rather a full-fledged episode meeting more and more amazing mechanchim, mechanchos, educators, innovators around the world. Wishing you a wonderful Pesach. This is Yerach Miel Garfield. Have a wonderful day.